Hey, have you heard the latest on Dr. Dre and his wife's divorce proceedings? I read today that they just asking the judge to let them. I didn't be ask you to divorce. Labeled as single until the proceedings are over. It's very important because you know he was banging Amarion's ex. <laughs> You've been waiting to get that off for, for how long? Oh, uh, like a couple minutes. I read the story before you got here. Okay. But thank you for allowing me the opportunity to get I didn't that off my chest. Allow you? You just like. Euro stepped into that. <laughs> I drew the foul. And won. Count it. And I hit the free throw. <laughs> Play the funky music, white boy. Funny you should say white. Because <laughs> <laughs> the lead singer to the song is white. And she graduated from Kentsville. Hey! Shout out to the Chiefs. Yes. Oh man, this song was a lot every <laughs> early 2000s teen rom com. It was always, it was always if, a teen rom com in the early 2000s, about the early 90s. If the setting of your movie was anywhere near NYU, this song was in it. <laughs> or a beach. You know what? It, it, on the planet. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The, the continental United States. If your movie had Julia Styles in it, this song was probably in awe. Or Freddie Prince Jr. That was, I was about to say his name. Or there is one movie that, with them both in it, and this song is in it. It's called Down to You. Look it up, fuckers. Henry Winkler's in that movie, too. And Rosario Dawson. Before she started getting ran by Cory Booker. I knew you were going to end it on that. Because I'm not done. Oh, you got more music? Oh, this is for Black Rob. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because this is exactly what I was going to play on Monday. Or 24 Hours to Live. When you see something ill. This song was everywhere, boy. Dog, this shit. Hey, I'm a. I, after we finish playing this shit, I'm gonna talk about how much Black Rob meant to P Diddy, and he did him so dirty. Whoa. Whoa. Should've seen them shit shining on the wrist. Now money ain't a problem. See my dough is like pulled out my bank. I mean, me and my cousin heard this shit. Shout out to my cousin Corey. And this shit blew our fucking world. You would thought we just heard Jesus speak. Frontin' like they had the manpower, like more slow. I rip your torso. I live the fast life. Come through in the fall slow like whoa. My niggas like dough, like dro, nitro, my flow, nice clothes, like whoa. These pain with cocaine like whoa. Now I'm Doc Strange in the range like whoa. Hundred miles an hour switching lanes like whoa. Plus I'm getting brain from this chick like whoa. Finger near nigga asshole like whoa. Team floor switches and bitches like whoa. Nine nine Jack Ben's poop like whoa. 
Cutting cheese lines on your blocks like whoa. Grenade through your window, bitch, like whoa. Love to see me do this shit, like whoa. Niggas put me through this shit, like whoa. So I'ma go toe to toe, blow for blow, like whoa. And whip the torso, live the fast life. Come through in the ball slow, like whoa. My niggas, like go, like troll, nitro, mic flow, nice clothes, like whoa. Welcome to This Ain't a Podcast featuring Spratt. Indeed. Go ahead with your Black Rob take. Man, listen, okay, so unless you was really, I'm not going to say outside, yes, outside. Unless you were outside during that Black Rob era, we got to, you got to, let me school you on something. So this is post-Biggie's death, post-Mace running to Atlanta. There was no... Diddy was scrambling, boy. This was before making the band, before he got to his Sean John, top of the mountain top kind of thing. He was scrambling. That nigga didn't have anybody hip-hop-wise on his label that could move units, really. I think Shine was gone. I can't remember if Shine was gone or Shine hadn't popped up yet. It was right before. Okay. So, yes, because Black Rob was around when Biggie was still there. But there was a gaping hole in Bad Boy Records. Gaping hole. It's a hip-hop label. They're missing their hip-hop star. And we all know Diddy is not that. Yes, he's a hip-hop star, but he wasn't the type that was going to go into the studio and give you a motherfucking rapping masterpiece. That wasn't going to happen. And here here comes Black Rob. And... He was already on the label. This shit dropped, and it changed so much. You don't get a lot of shit after this without Black Rob. That that three to hallway, make this money, take this, that shit. I don't think that's going to happen without Black Rob. Because that's G-Dep's song. Yeah, but, but, but Black Rob had the best verse on that. Yes. I don't think Diddy is able to make a lot of the music. Um, shit, uh, we ain't, uh, that we ain't going nowhere. He had the hardest verse on that song, too. He came out and dog his music, his storytelling and the grittiness. It was just, it was very New York, which of course it should have been. He was from New York, but I know it sounds weird when I say it's so New York, but New York rap had a sound at the moment. You knew when a rapper came out and how they sound, you knew where they were from then. It wasn't a lot of, like now where we had, we had ASAP, but ASAP was doing a whole lot of like southern shit from Houston and the chopping and screwing and all this stuff. There was no bridging. There was no like blurring of the lines of regionality. You knew where a rapper was from when they started spinning. You knew it. You could hear it in the beat. You could hear it in everything. That was Black Rob. Black Rob was New York sound. And he, I don't think he ever got his just due. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of the record deal with him and Diddy. But all I know is for the last couple of years, Black Rob was asking the public to help him with his medical care. He had been on the verge of homelessness for four years in Atlanta. So for that to happen... Uh, I don't really, not without knowing anything behind the scenes, I don't like that because 
here you helped save a man whose record label may not have recovered from Biggie dying and Mace leaving and all this shit. But you're asking for help to stay and to not be homeless and help to, to get through your medical stuff. Yeah, because he had a rare kidney disease on top of diabetes. Yes. Which, that's that's not good. You're supposed to be able to... Well, did he supposed to? And I'm not. I don't. I don't want to assume assume that he didn't reach out and help. But given what was how how much Black Rob helped him as far as his career and continuing on the Bad Boy legacy, uh, it it it's a shame that he had to go to those links to get any kind of help if he ever got help. So I want to say rest in peace to Black Rob. He was truly one of the voices of New York, one of the voices of the streets. Countless records, his album, the, he, his features, oh my God. He made sure that every time he touched somebody else's yeah. track, he was trying to come for the top He spot. was one of those guys, and he probably won't get this recognition um, as much as he should. He was one of those guys where if you needed a feature, like we just talked about G-Dep, um, let's get it. Where Black Rob was on there, but he had the best verse. You can easily Black Rob held his, held his own on Twenty Four Hours to Live with hip hop heavyweights. And I wanted to play that, but I didn't want to just play his verse. Yeah, um, that song is full of hip hop Hall of Fame heavy, heavyweights that will bar you to death. And he was right there with them. I don't. If you if somebody told me that Black Rob had the best verse, I, I wouldn't argue with them. If somebody told me X had the best verse, I wouldn't. I don't think there's a verse up there that I, on a given day, I'm like, yo, this is the hardest fucking verse on this song. I do see that him, or Diddy and Black Rob, uh, I guess, talked right before he passed. And I guess they cleared the air on stuff. And See, but then it's, it's too late. But it's, it's That's too yeah, late. I was going to say, like, the, it just feels like it was too late. Because what... Who knows the amount of help that Diddy's money and weight would have been able to pull to help him? This is the second artist that has passed due to illness under Diddy's camp that I'm just like, you, you know. You why really why are you leaving your artist to die? Because. Why are you essentially saying after you're not with me anymore, you're no good to me or the world? Because Craig Mack, if you want to be real with it, before Biggie really took off. Oh, Craig Mack was it. Craig Mack was that dude, and he really helped, like, the building of Bad Boy. And the way he passed away and the fact that he had no closure with Diddy at all. When they did that whole tour and stuff, I'm like, well, I understand why Craig Mack didn't do it because he, like, he went on a more religious path. So he wasn't going to do all the, you know, he wasn't going to do, like, Flavor Year and stuff like that. But is like dude was almost in a similar circumstance to Black Rob where he was going through illness and stuff and he had to move down to South Carolina just to get help from family and stuff. And this is a man who helped build the empire that you have. Yep. If not, I'm not even gonna say help build. He was the he was the first brick. Yes. He definitely was the first brick. Craig Mack was the cornerstone of Bad Boy Records. Craig Mack had your lifetime before B, when B was still running around selling dope. 
So let's not like at some point he's going to have to atone for the shit that he's done. Cause I understand it's a business, but at some point dog, you've told these people that you're going to help them. You're going to help them with their life. And at some point things went left. I understand that. But you preach all this shit on social media. That's why I don't be listening to Diddy. Niggas listen to Diddy like he's saying, God, that nigga's a fucking fraud. That nigga's a goddamn fraud. I mean, you seen the whole shine, situ- uh, shine situation. <clears throat> he's so shine down the river, boy. But let's be clear. There, as a human being, you, that's your duty to help others. And if it's somebody who you've broke bread with and you've made money with and they help you make money, yeah, 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 I feel like it's your obligation to help out. If you know that your name and your money can, dog, Diddy has the type of money to save your life. So, yes, he he absolutely should have picked up a fucking phone a long time ago and tried to fix something. And it's not like he just learned about this. There's no way he just learned about this. I, I won't believe it. Especially if Black, Black Rob has been down in Atlanta, because you know he got connections down in Atlanta like it's nothing. There's no way it could it should have went to this. I'm not saying he should have prevented Black Rob's death. That's I'm not, not saying, saying that he should have gave Black Rob I'm saying shit when, out of his own body. You hear other rappers talk about how he was on the verge of homelessness because he had to pay for dialysis and all this other stuff. Would you Would you put... Diddy's money up there with Magic Johnson's money? Yes. That nigga Magic Johnson is still alive after having HIV for how long? Well, what I'm saying is, is we don't know how long Black Rob had to live anyway. Well, I'm you just know? I'm just illustrating how much so I'm money. Not blaming, can I'm blaming. Help you. Maybe it could have helped out prolong, but when you have kidney disease and diabetes, it just it's, but I mean, we also know you I, I don't want to say this because I'm going through diabetes myself. You can live a healthier life with money. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And that does help. So if this man is asking for help to not be homeless, I can only imagine what he's doing to survive. But once again, I don't believe that Diddy was just walking around not knowing. Like he can't act like he's oblivious. Either. I don't believe that for a second. As many times as he's been down in Atlanta and stuff, there's no way he couldn't just link up with Rob and be like, you know what? You helped me out when I was going through some shit. Let me take care of you. Mace is in Atlanta. This, this is, I was about to get to that point. Like, there's no way, like, and I know Diddy and Mace were talking throughout that entire time. Mace was down in Atlanta being a, a preacher and everything. I don't like think that. Diddy and Mace have ever stopped talking. Like, if anything, I would look at Mace and he would probably be like his spiritual advisor. But I, like. And that's not on jokes. I, I truly there's, believe. There's, a, there's enough. Of a community, like if Mace is down there and Rob Black Rob is down there. Now I don't know if Black Rob ever reached out to Mace, but <clears throat> you'd have to believe that Atlanta is not that big. In the hip hop world, no, it's a small circle in the hip hop world. So, so I would like to know where the fuck were you? Like Diddy, where were you? Where were you? Because I know, yes, I know that it, it, it's God's will for some of these things to happen. But I also know that money extends lives, a lot, of, a lot of them. And there could have been, like, other people that chipped in, but, like, to have a person that you, like you said earlier, broke bread with, did all this stuff with, 
you know, y'all helped each other out. Because, let's be real, it was a little rough patch for Bad Boy from, like... I'm telling you, like, unless y'all were, y'all don't realize... to maybe 01. Bad Boy could have went, could have been done. Because they were, because it was mostly, like, R&B artists. Now, the R&B artists was holding it down, but but the rap part of it was just... I don't think anything ever sells, like, and... No, in that time, when when you're talking about hip hop, and you had you had Def Jam, you had Bad Boy, you had Rock. Well, I'm Rockefeller was on the Def Jam, but I'm just saying, like you had Rough Riders, you had No Limit, you had uh, at the time uh, Birdman and them down yeah, south was, starting, was, was Cash starting. Money to, was starting up. Yeah, they were starting up. Uh, the West Coast had their stuff. It was like everybody had their little clique. And Bad Boy was starting to be at the bottom tier of that. Do y'all, for for reference, do y'all remember how rough it was for the West Coast after Tupac died? Yeah, because Snoop had to move to Louisiana just to get away from... uh, Shook. Shook. Master P, hook Things... Your 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 West Coast heroes went elsewhere to find to get their talent. Yeah, Drake went to Detroit. It wasn't until they had game that the West Coast really started to stand up again. Now I know there were other there was E Forty there was a, there was a bunch of other West Coast rappers, but they I'm I'm sorry, no disrespect to E Forty to uh, Short was still doing too short, game. but it's one thing. To do consistent numbers, it's another thing to do two pot numbers, or to do what Game did on that first album. That nigga's first album was out of the stratosphere. He's he was being called the savior. He yes, he was a superstar. They strapped a, Dre strapped a rocket to his back, and that nigga sh- flew to the moon. And and you got to Eminem's not from California. G Unit and Fifty are not from California. They had to go elsewhere to get to. Well, they thought they had to go elsewhere to get talent for their West Coast record label. So, and then Game came. They had Game. He 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 did what he needed to do, but let's let's be real. He needed help. He needed Fifty for that. But it was a while before Kendrick and them popped up too. <laughs> if we being real, yeah. And game, every tweet he does shows how fucking far he's fallen from grace. That's a nasty forty-one year old dude. He's only forty. Golly. He tweets like he's sixteen and looking for his first body. That's a nasty motherfucker there. But anyways, uh, you know, rest in peace to Black Rob, and um, it was just sad. It, the, the, situa- the whole situation with his health came to, to be because of X. Yeah. When he, when he, uh, when Rob talked about, because I guess they were still cool or whatever over the years, and he talked about, and then, you know, people started saying, well, Black Rob is going through it too. And the fact that they died, what, like a week apart? Mm-hmm. Yep. Basically, yep. That's just in in hip hop. That's that's really sad. Uh, yeah. Um. And then you gotta thank God for people like you see this shit happen. 
remember a couple of years ago, Freeway was in this kind of situation with his house. Yeah. But he got back. Like, and it helps when you have people around you that are helping, that have the means to help. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Money is a difference between you becoming Freeway and Black Rob. And that's important. And that's why people are probably upset with I know that's why I'm upset with Diddy. Because they know what money provides for people that don't have it. But when people that they've been close with need it, they're nowhere to be found until the, your dying moments. That, that doesn't... Nigga, I'm dying now. I can see the fucking light. Your money ain't helping me now. I'm about to go to seven heaven. I can see the three, the three fucking ghosts standing there waiting. I see Ella Esther Rose. Ex, what's, her, what's her name? Did you really say Esther? I did. What's her, what's her from uh, Harlem Nights? Is that her name? Esther? No. No. It's um. I can't remember her name, but it's not Esther. I know that much. No, nah, I think her name like, Della Rose. Yeah, Della Reese. Della Reese. I can see Della Reese and the white bitch and then the white boy. I can see them. They like, yo, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, you know, let's go ahead and get these RFPs out of the way. Now you I really want to get fucking money. I want to um get to the joke. Scotty Pippen announced that his oldest son, Antron Pippen, had passed away. Yeah, rest in peace, man. That's they did not release the cause of death, which is none of my business, really. Um, he said, "A kind heart and a beautiful soul gone way too soon." I love you, son. Rest easy till we meet again. That's got to hurt, man. Yeah, and that makes me think whatever he had, I think maybe, because that seems like a very calm thing you would say. Now, I'm not, I'm not uh, thinking Scott is going to be crying in his statement, but that doesn't seem like a statement that you say to your first son dying. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was coming, and it had been. I think Scotty was more at peace when it happened because it was a, a battle that maybe was fought. I do remember him from back in the day. Uh, I remember that there was rumblings about Scottie Pippen's son trying to be a, a, a basketball player and stuff. But I, I do remember that uh, he dealt with asthma. And so uh, that was okay. like something that was like holding him back from yeah. really going further into it. So I don't know if that's probably why. Because I remember him playing for Texas A&M. But I don't remember... If he was like a starter or anything like, like that, good. But I do know that he did not play a lot. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if he was good, and it was well, just shit. asthma that fucked well, with shit. him. And neither did Michael Jordan's son. Yeah, yeah, because it's saying here that he suffered from chronic chronic asthma. But that's one of the things I remember about like they they were saying like he needed to put on a little bit of muscle, and he he really couldn't because. Dasma was fucking with him. Yeah. Um, Pippen goes on to say he never let that get to him. He stayed positive, worked hard. I'm so proud of the man that he became. Who else? Is anybody else that died? I... And forgive me, y'all, if I do not have that because there was so much news that happened from last week. That I don't. I had, I had to take shit off. 
I actually took, I think, I, I feel like when I sent you the list, I took Scotty Pippen's line off. No offense to him, but it's just a lot of, oh, no, I did. I, I still had it up there. No, you got it. Um, just, you, we got to kind of pick and choose what we're going to talk about, because over seven days, a lot of shit happens. Yes. Um, let's see here. All right, I'm going to get to the jokes now, because I need to laugh a little bit. Isaiah Yay. Banks. Isaiah Banks um, wants Kanye. Like a crackhead wants a hit. Um, she, I guess, went on Twitter and and had herself a nice little. Dog, I'm not gonna lie to you. If Azalea Banks and Kanye was dated, I would make a shanty town outside of his home. She goes because I want to know everything that happens. Or no, not Twitter. It's Instagram. She goes on to say, "It's me, guys," because he said he wanted to. Date an artist. You know, I, I could like I to date th- an artist. You know, <laughs> I'm on the bed. His idea of an artist wasn't Azalea Banks. <laughs> she goes, "It's me, guys. The powerful black demon entity awaiting in my ovaries, and Kanye's testicles huh? is finally about to be unleashed upon huh? the world. What? All of you niggas are going to go to jail." Uh, oh, she capitalized jail. Was 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 there more? Was there more? Or was that I, it? Oh Lord, you you really want me to like Dog, read this, nigga? That was a wild intro. <laughs> nigga, after you drop that intro, I want to hear the rest of the verse. <laughs> I just want to be the mother of the fully African Azalea Banks and Kanye West child. Give me the baby, then go go be whoever you want. She says, we would most likely have a Sagittarius baby as payback for the both of us shit-talking Jay-Z. We would make the art world stop. It would be another 50 years before anyone was adept enough to cause a shift. I just want to know what strain she's smoking. Yo, Azalea Banks thinks she's the best thing to happen to music since Beethoven. That's what she thinks. She thinks that she's smarter and more talented than everybody. And for the for the life of me, I can't remember ever hearing not one damn Azalea Banks song. Well, first of all, Kanye likes a woman with ass. If you just look at the lineup of women that he's messed with. Whether here, it's real or fake, it don't really matter. And Azalea got them little chicken cutlets back he, there. He I don't grab know how when he's putting on his Yeezy foam runners. Hey man, With the I'm, laces. I'm still listen. I'm still boycotting his goofy ass, but the only pair of Yeezys I've ever wanted are re-releasing in August, and it's her. It's Isaiah Banks from Harlem. Yes, I did not know that. Nigga, well, that, that I mean, of, this makes a lot no, of sense. That type now. of crazy is a New York product. <laughs> that type, I never paid attention to where she was from. I don't. Yeah, I don't live into Isaiah she's Banks. Harlem. She's from. Oh, it makes so much sense now. I don't know what I don't know where in Harlem she's from. She's like she's like the dark spot on Harlem's history. <laughs> like, well, one day we had Dipset, and then we had Azalea Banks. 
You know, it is. It's, yeah. It is what it is. Thank you, Fresh, Diddy, Zaya Banks. Damn, how I talk shit about Diddy in one segment and then big him up. That's one of Harlem's <laughs> greatest to the next. I mean, fuck Diddy. They're sweet. <laughs> oh, man, the yin and the yang, the bad and the boy. So what do you think, man? You think you think that baby would come out being a musical? That baby would, dog. You remember when we watched Tales of the Hood too? And the you white think that baby gonna come out like a gollywog. The white bitch got pregnant by the, the giant gollywog, and then she gave birth, and they started shooting out. That would be that would be childbirth if child if Kanye West and Zay Banks ever procreated. Alex Smith announced his retirement. I'm just going. It's cool. I don't want that visual <laughs> in my head. You go your step right right over that one, huh? Uh, he announced his retirement after 16 years in the league. Well, I mean, altogether. Is it altogether 16? Yeah. Are they counting the years that he actually didn't play? There wasn't the many years that he didn't play. Right. It was years that you didn't notice him playing. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he played for remember, remember, he was with those 49ers teams way back that sucked. Yeah, teams were horrible. And then... Kaepernick came. No, no Har, Harbaugh came with Kaepernick, and he made Alex Smith. No, before that. No, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. After, after. Yeah. And then he still, he still spent like two or three years there. He was actually all right with Kansas City. Yes, and then he got traded. He got traded to Washington when I still lived in Ghent, and he was balling. And then he took that injury, so he missed like a year or two because of the injury. But up until that point, he had, I don't even think he really missed more than two or three games. I just remember people were going, you know, Kansas City probably made a mistake, but obviously Man, not. Man, that's because they didn't know about it. None of us, like, people could say, oh, yeah, we watched them. No, no, you didn't. Y'all didn't see Black Jesus happening like that. They don't, they don't show Texas Tech games in fucking Kansas City. They don't show Texas Tech games in nowhere but <laughs> Lubbock, Texas. So, I know y'all lying. Um... No, yeah, nobody had any idea that the second coming was was his replacement. Which you gotta feel good if you're out. The only way the dog got me out of there was for Pat Mahomes to come through. That made me feel good. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna get rid of me, at least make sure that the kid is like, you know what I mean? Like that's like Drew Bledsoe. You can't feel bad about his. Wow, Drew Bledsoe, man. You can't think about the quarterbacks that. That you can't feel bad for Drew Bledsoe. It's like wow, like yeah, and it wasn't like Drew Bledsoe was bad. It was just somebody was better. Yes, it was always somebody was just a little better. That's like, and then to to lose your spot, you lost it because of injury. Yeah, because I mean, we don't. Brady wasn't getting in that game if Bledsoe didn't get injured. We don't know if they would have won that Super Bowl with Bledsoe. Oh, they wouldn't have. But we don't know how long they would have played it safe. But he went to a Bledsoe. whole other Super Bowl with the Patriots, like in the nineties, I believe. I believe. Well, I'm just, I I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about what. But the, but the, yeah, the nail in the coffin. But but yeah, Tom Brady, and then he went to like. Did he go to the Cowboys right after that, or was there like another team in between? Um, Let me see. I think he might went to the Cowboys. I think there was. I think the Cowboys had a couple quarterbacks before Romo. In between Romo and Bledsoe. Man. 
went to the Super Bowl, or he went to the Bills. So then who replaced him at the Bills? I mean, that don't even really matter. <laughs> you really don't. But I'm just trying to figure out, because there's no way they just let him go to Dallas. Well, yeah, by that time, I don't think oh, it was. Oh, his contract was up, and he wanted to go play with Bill Parcells again. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, and I guess, yeah, I guess Romo was right after. I think, wasn't there one quarterback in between him and, you know, I don't care. Mm-mm. He was replaced six games into the season, into the 2006 season by Tony Romo. Gotcha. And still, like, he was really good, but he ain't, do, he ain't win shit, so. Man. <laughs> Drew had to keep his head on a swivel. Shit. Hey. That he gonna fuck around. That's that might be Andy Dalton. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that might be that might be Nick Foles. That might be what's the name of the quarterback up in Minnesota? There's a oh my god. Um, that boy name. You talking about you, Mister? You like that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm oh uh, Kirk Cousins. Yes. That boy gonna keep his he gonna keep his nose in the Bible. And that's gonna keep him on that team. He's going to say it's God's will. God had never been to Minnesota. The, the quarterback that replaced Drew Bledsoe from the Bills? Mm-hmm. J.P. Lozman. Oh, man, that's a name. That mm. is a name. I just want to see how long he played. <laughs> that is a name. I want to just... See how long he played. Oh, oh, he played for only two years there, and he only started for one season. That is a name. <laughs> he went on to play for the Las Vegas Locomotives. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the UFL. Wow. Uh, the Oakland Raiders in 09, the Seattle Seahawks in 2010, and the Miami Dolphins in 2011. I'm glad we're on football right now. He is currently a coach for the Clemson Tigers. How long he been a coach? He got, he got some rings? From... 2017 to 2019, he was a student coaching intern, so he probably was just helping them with the playbook. So I guess he went back to school. And then, wow. And then from 2020 on, he has been an offensive analyst. Well, yeah, he's got a, he went back to school then. So he chilling. Oh, well, God bless him. Yeah. God. But yeah, Alex Smith announced his retirement. We went, we went all the way around. He announced his retirement in the... Uh, That's like all those Carl brothers. Yeah. yeah. All of them. One of them got some rings. He was back up to Eli for the longest time. That's some shit. You got a ring because of Eli Manning. <laughs> you were the backup. Like, I love Eli to the death. He was the goofiest fucking quarterback we've ever seen in our lives that actually won some shit. But to get your, it's one thing to get your ring because you were on the end of the bench on like a Jordan team or a Kobe team, like Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison probably holds his rings in high regard because I was on the team with Kobe. Beautiful. But Eli Manning giving you <laughs> the, the two rings that you have or one or two, however many, that's got to sting a little bit. That's got to sting. Speaking of Eli, Alex Smith had a career record of 99 wins, 67 losses, and one tie with a passer rating of 86.9. And a touchdown interception ratio of 199 to 109. 
His 99 wins are the fifth most of any quarterback selected number one overall in the common draft era. D. Yo. I'm giving you Eli because you just brought him up. Can you name the other three quarterbacks? Uh, Phillip Rivers, Big Ben. No. uh, No. None of those? No. Oh, wait. You said I went number one? Yeah. Um... Nope. I'm going to drop this hint. He's his brother. Ah, Peyton. Peyton. Uh, this guy currently runs Denver. John Elway. And this guy's a Damn forgotten. Damn No. Oh. And, this, and this guy's a forgotten quarterback for the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger. No. Cordell Stewart. Mm-mm. He's on Fox. Oh, Terry Bradshaw. Yep. I'm going to hate myself for asking this question. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear it. <clears throat> With all that being said, <laughs> is he a Hall of Famer? No. Thank God. No, he's not. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. Because you know it's going to be asked. You and know he, it's going to be asked. He's one of those cases where he had such a fringe career. You like that, right? Fringe career. That he would need a Super Bowl win to put him over the top. He yes, he would have definitely needed a ring, not he, as a backup. Like as he a would have had to lead them to the Super yeah. Bowl and win it, not coattailing off a of Kaepernick. Yeah. So no, I do not think he gets in the, the actually. Hall of Fame. If he, if Kaepernick had not played and he had just like you said took them to the Super Bowl. And they could have damn near won. Because let's be real, the 49ers came back in that game. Well, here's a, if Kaepernick's not playing, they're not even in the Super Bowl that year. But I'm saying if if Alex Smith was the quarterback to get them there, mm-hmm. and he put up a good effort against that team, but still think, lost. I don't think they would have came back. I, think, I, don't, I don't think they would have came back either. There wasn't enough time. He, he, was, he wasn't that type of quarterback. No, I'm just saying in general, if he was to do all of these things, I think people would have made the case. I don't think he still would have got in, but people would have definitely been like... They would have argued a little more on his yeah. behalf. Yeah, it would have been just a little bit more of a nudge. But No, he's, he's going to enjoy retirement. He's very rich. He's still relatively young. You think he'll be like an analyst? I always ask that question, too. No, because he's fucking boring. Alex Smith is fucking boring. Everything... No offense to Alex Smith, the person... I know that's probably a wild thing to say before I say what I'm about to say. Nothing, Alex Smith is, everything about him football-wise is boring. You think he could be a coach? He could. He, may, he might be able to land on somebody's staff. But as far as something that uses your personality, he's like a wet mop. <laughs> he's the boomer Siason of our generation. Was that a was that a good way to break it down? Because see, I fuck with Boomer, but I don't fuck like if he disappears, you, I wouldn't really care. If Boomer wasn't on the show, one Sunday you wouldn't even notice it. It's just like how we talking about one of the one week we stopped watching a certain show and then we never watched it again, and we never knew that that week was. Oh, our you mean life. Empire? Empire. Well, I, I watched. For me, it was Gotham, but one week I missed it and I never watched it again. But a lot of people's empires. It's a lot of shows for a lot of people. But 
that's Boomer Siason is the oh shit I missed this week, but I'm never going back of commentators, and I think that's what Alex Smith would be. Just um, probably slightly better looking. Also this week, uh, Tuesday, unless you you all were living under a fucking rock, or just super duper high that day. I was uh I was I was a little uh I had a little bit of something something on Tuesday. I did not. That's all right. It was more for me. But you know that's not my that's not yeah, my that's thing. Not your thing. You're a Jameson guy. I am a Jameson guy. I like the proper twelve too, that's very nice. But that's just Jameson for cheaper. Uh Derek, whatever in the fuck. Chauvin. I'm not gonna say his name right, but he will never see the light of the day again. He was guilty on all three charges. On all three. I wish we had a, a round of applause thing. We don't, but I got this. What the fuck is that, dog? I got that because that's the feeling I got when I heard guilty. First of all, let's be real. When it got time for them to like drop like... The verdict and everything like that, they were running a little bit behind and I already I already they had bad faking, nerves. They were pump faking. I already have bad nerves. Like as a sports fan and of the teams that I fuck with, my nerves are really bad. So I was sitting here going, man, they take it too long. This motherfucker might walk. Like, cause that's what we've seen so, for for so long. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so the knot in my stomach was just it was too much. And so for a minute I turned away and I watched uh, Luther Vandross Google Doodle. Which was actually very common. So I watched it a few times over and over because they were celebrating his birthday or whatever. And when I turned back is when I saw people celebrating and I was like, okay, he probably got one. He probably got one of the three charges guilty, right? Because each one has like a hefty sentence. And then I saw it was all three and I was like, oh. And then I saw his face. Oh, the face of confused. Wait, me? He made the look that every NBA player looks makes when they get whistled for a foul. Yes. Every one of them. Or or when like a DB gets called for pass interference. Yes, and they're like, what are you what are you talking about? That must be another twenty four, because I will I was good. Not nigga you. Um and so then with that anxiety and stuff lifted, I decided to self-medicate heavily. And I went on to Twitter because I was sort of watching the Method Red Man uh, versus, but I went on Twitter to see people's reactions to that. And I saw a few things. Well, before then, I saw something that pissed me off more than anything, which was Nancy Pelosi's ass. Um, oh, man. Um, I need her to die just as much as I need Mitch McConnell to die. Matter of fact, just put them in one stupid-ass, racist-ass grave. But uh, I'm trying to find a clip here because that shit was egregious. But she basically said that he sacrificed his life. Like, dog, I think he, I think he wanted to continue on with his day. Like, living like, while the knee was on his neck, he's like, I'm doing this for y'all. Like, don't act like that nigga was a kamikaze pilot. He wouldn't do that on purpose. That nigga wanted to live the rest of, the rest of his life. Sacrifice his life. Dog, this is not a movie. 
Say in the movie, dog. Oh, here we go. I found a clip. That man wanted to live like that for little black boy. sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How, how heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe. But because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice. Hey, Nancy. Hey, I want to let y'all know something, too, about this clip that I found that, that really just pissed me off. She was surrounded by the Congressional Black Caucus. She said this dumb shit in front of a group of folks who right now, as we speak, are fighting to get the George Floyd bill, I believe, passed so that this doesn't really happen again, or at least we can work towards not having this happen again on a federal. Nancy Pelosi just gives me get out vibes every time she speaks. Um, this is one of the examples of why I do not fuck with politicians on either side. I do not like the fact that she is on the level of, I'm not going to say ass kissing, but I will say that she's done a lot of questionable things over the past two years that I've just noticed. Cause I don't really Man, focus on Nancy Pelosi. Those Kente Claus last year. Yeah, was... I was going to bring that up. So that. And that was in response to George Floyd. That. I was like, wait, what? What? No. You politicians, you're in the White House. You're at the Capitol. Bring a bill to the floor. Do some fucking work. Do what your taxpayers do, in San do Francisco real work, are, not that like, performative hey, bullshit y'all doing. Like I don't understand this. Like nigga, this isn't Wakanda. You can't play black for two hours and then go home. No, you can't. I can't blame any of the people in the caucus that were behind her for not. Yeah, because what are they supposed to do? I mean, you know, you can't really sock out Nancy Pelosi on on live national TV. Oh, God, she seems to be thinking her lucky fucking stars. But, like, I'm looking at two of, and I don't know if they're congresswomen or senators, so I, I, I apologize, but one of them is looking at her like, get away from the microphone. Because, you know, black women got a look, man. Like you, They can tell you a whole story with just their eyes. And she's looking at her like, move away from this damn microphone. Who asked Nancy Pelosi about any of this? I guarantee you somebody white. Why is Nancy Pelosi like the one that gets to? <laughs> she had them looking like a backing band. No. She looked like when a white when that's like when Justin Bieber puts a choir on his out on his song. Which I am a huge proponent of any artist putting choirs on their music. It sounds amazing. You know it's a cheat code when they do it live at like an award show too. And you know, I use Justin Bieber, but it's not fair because that little white boy, he does what he needs to do on that, on that fucking mic. <laughs> I can't. I, can't, I, can't, I got I to leave Biebs alone. Biebs has been trying to live his best life. He'd have married a little, the cute little skinny white girl. And they just living happily ever after. He ain't messing with nobody. He stopped doing all that wild shit he did when he was younger. 
He's just chilling now, trying to be a good husband. Do you think he stopped or people just stopped caring? I think he stopped because you can't do it without people caring when you're a celebrity. I think because the pastor guy that was supposedly like that, that like took him in and changed his life, he got caught up in like some fraud shit. That's a boy. That's a boy from the dude from New York working with NBA players too. Yeah, he's like a pastor, but he's like he's like a rock star pastor. Yeah. Uh, he got caught up in some fraud shit, but I, I, I'm not going to talk about him today. But I, I was going to say, um, I feel like it's a little bit of both. I feel like you know he got married, he sat down somewhere, he just focused on music. But I think, I think he, he, I think he realized that the shit is not this shit ain't worth it, dog. <laughs> it's not worth it. Because remember, he went from like sweet. I think I think he had to do what he had to do because. When you in the, I feel like if you in this music industry, you got to get tough. He wasn't going to do that on beach on team bop and shit. He started aligning stuff with a bunch of niggas, and they was putting him through the ringer, making him let him do wild shit. Because and, you, and people blame them for his turn. Like that wasn't. In I don't him think. Already. I, yeah, I think he wanted to do the wild yes. shit, but I think they let him do it because they were like, "Nigga, better you than us." And they get to like go to like Dubai and shit for free just for being his friend and yeah. whatnot. Like, but I think after he got all that, because I, you got to live your life and you got to you got to do stupid shit. I don't think you I don't think you should mature into an adult before you do stupid shit as a kid. And let's be real, he was only what like eighteen, nineteen with he millions was of dollars. Young with no, I don't think people that nigga was a rock star singing to little white girls. Finger pop is Lena Gomez. He was a rock star. Justin Bieber could not be touched. He could shit on an album, and it was gonna do. It was gonna go platinum at least. He had not one care, and his family was taken care of. He was living. He was Britney Spears without all the scandals. Now his scandals were little dumb shit. Like like if we look back, the shit he was doing was just. A twenty something doing dumb shit. Well, you know the media. As soon as you it blows it up. Yeah. Yes, yes. But he wasn't doing nothing that I, that shit that me and my niggas wasn't doing in Virginia Beach, and we was broke. <laughs> so I'm looking at Justin like, yeah, that's regular shit, my nigga. But I think he got that all out of his system. He found himself a good little girl that he wanted to spend the rest of his life with. He made it happen. Because let's be real, people. When you find that person, you do it whenever the fuck you want to. I mean, he wrote Yummy dedicated to her. He Dog. And that did numbers. (laughs) And that song is trash. It's horrible. But it did numbers. And then he was like, I want to fuck with black people more. But more on on an actual note. And, And I could give her one thing. And I'm not, I'm not, I tell Shaw all the time, I hate Miley Cyrus because she was fucking, I want to be black because it, it comes with a bag. And then she was like, I don't want to be black no more. <laughs> He's been around black people for the majority of his career. And it doesn't seem like he wants that to ever end. <laughs> I, said, I said it before on the show when, when I first saw him, he had like the Southern accent and they were like, it was him and Usher. And I'm thinking he's a, some kid from Atlanta. That nigga from like, he, he's from Toronto. And then they were like, he's from Canada. Canada. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. But it seems like he loves being around black people. And saying the N-word. But we already talked about but that we know, dog, we, we know the white boy that's with all the niggas. That's when you have to check at some point. Yeah. But usually you don't have to check him too many times. Depending on the white. But he seems to genuinely love being around black people. Which... 
I get it. We're cool. So I understand, <laughs> Justin. Um, but I don't know how we we I, we figured out a way to meander from Nancy Pelosi to Justin Bieber in like seven seconds flat. And I, I for one, am proud. <laughs> These aren't even segues anymore. We do this shit so effortlessly. We got to literally look back and be like, wait, what, what were we talking about? Because <laughs> we will get so off course that at some point I could have fucking thrown in there a whole bunch of other shit. We would have we ended up five blocks down the street. We were supposed to go around the corner. But here we are. Oh, y'all enjoy it. Y'all getting y'all laughs in. I hope. <laughs> um... But I was going to say, yeah, around the time of the Method Redman uh, versus or whatever, I'm on Twitter. I'm trying to see, you know, how people are responding to it and stuff because I'm nervous because these are two artists that I actually fuck with. I see that the Raiders have made a comment about. Oh, I wish Alana was on this one. Uh, oh, I wish Alana was on Oh, I got to tell you something about her, too, in a second. I'm about to FaceTime her just to have her on the fucking. Hold on. Hold on one second. Well, let me drop the the, the thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Do you think, dog? So they dropped a an image saying, "I can breathe for twenty twenty one." In response to the George Floyd, "I can't breathe," and and things of that nature. And so I'm looking at people going, "But wild off of that, right?" So, I at first I was mad, but I didn't let it really get to me. And I don't know how to take it now, only because um, one of his brothers, Philanese Floyd, dropped a statement saying, on behalf of our family, I would like to extend our deepest gratitude to the Las Vegas Raiders organization and its leadership for their support of our family and for our nation's ongoing pursuit of justice and equality for all. Now, more than ever, we must come together as one and continue on in this fight for this First time in almost a year, our family has taken a breath, and I know that goes for so many across the nation and globe as well. Let's take this breath together in honor of my big brother who couldn't. Let's do it for George. Alana has an iPhone, right? Yeah. I don't know why this won't let me FaceTime her. I'm going to call her. Hold on one second. You can hear that, right? Yeah. Yo, what's good? Not much. Hey, we were just talking about the Raiders on the show. I wanted to get your uh, your opinion on that. Why? Why do we need my opinion on? Because you're a Raiders fan. Raiders. Don't don't act like you don't you don't know why I need your opinion, my nigga. You're a Raiders fan. This is Alana, by the way. She does all the artwork for the show. I wanted your opinion on the Raiders situation. Okay, here's my opinion. Mark Davis is stupid, and he shouldn't have posted it. Even if he didn't go through any of his staff and he just did it on his own. And I don't think that after addressing it, that he should have left it up. I think he should have took it down, even if George Floyd's family was okay with it. I still think it was disrespectful. So are you are you still a Raiders fan as of today? Unfortunately, yes. Damn, you riding that hard for some losers, huh? AD, don't hang up the phone because I have to snitch. You riding that hard for some losers, huh? Uh, keep her on the phone listen, for a second. Listen. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll reevaluate after preseason. 
between Mark Davis, John Gruden, and Derek Carr, I might just, I might have to give it up. Damn. Hold on one second because Alex wants to talk. Go ahead, Alex. Um, D, can you ask Alana, who's on the phone, uh, why she puts sugar in her Cheerios? No, I will not because I do that too. <laughs> Why are you putting sugar in shit that you don't need to put sugar in? A lot. I wish you do. I put. I put a little bit of sugar by che- by honey nut Cheerios too. Thank you. Just the regular honey nut shit. It's not like the like I do the apple cinnamon. I don't put sugar in that. No, no, no. It's just the honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. She doesn't put a little. Yeah, D. She was scraping the bottom of the bowl. Dog. She was scraping the bottom she of the bowl. She was putting Rice Krispies <laughs> like levels of sugar at the bottom of the shit. But let me ask you a question. Why is it okay to put the sugar in the Rice Krispies and not the Cheerios? Because there's no sugar on the Rice Krispies. It's just rice. There's no sugar on the Cheerios. Yes, there is. They're honey nut Cheerios. What What part of that says sugar? D, have you ever ate just a regular Cheerio? Like, I'm not talking about regular Cheerios. I'm talking about honey nut. Yes. Because she's putting sugar on honey nut. Yes, I put sugar on honey nut too. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, man. You're good, Alana. Thank you for picking up the phone. I was trying to FaceTime you, but it wouldn't work. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. You probably blocked me. That's fine. All right, bye. And that was Alana. <laughs> Your state of the Raiders address. She need to be working on our picture, by the way. Did you send her what we needed? Yeah, I already told her about it like two days ago. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, that was that was that for the Raiders. Uh, yeah, my, my feeling is, is like I said, I, I, I thought it's dumb and Mark Davis is refusing to take it down. But if the family's cool with it, I mean, I can't really be. I mean, Mark Davis is in the same family of people that drafted Jamarcus Russell. Do you think these motherfuckers are really thinking? Clearly? Have you seen Mark Davis's haircut? Yes. Does that nigga look like somebody that makes good decisions to you? His whole. <laughs> Ever since that nigga came out the nut, he's making wrong decisions. The only good decision he made was going to the getting to the egg first. That's it. And I mean, if you want to think about it, moving to Vegas because they made a lot of money off that Vegas move. Well, yeah, but I don't know how much that was Mark and how much of it was everybody else. If it's a good idea, I'm going to assume everybody else in the organization did it, not him. I, I I would not disagree with that statement. Plus, they were trying to get away from black people. So I don't, yeah, I, shit, might have been Mark. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's be real, they were trying to get away from black people. I can't be offended. My team is all right. My team is in the, apparently my team is set up in the streets. Dog. Your shit, your, your shit is right down the street from Wee Bay and them. Right, right around the corner from Marlowe and them. And we got a hood ass quarterback too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that, he right at home. He was that just nigga, chilling. That nigga's from Opalaka. <laughs> he was, hey, speaking of Opalaka, <laughs> did you see that? Uh, <laughs> I love the name like, Opalaka. Did you see that? That I, I guess it was like a carnival or something. And the guy who was running the merry-go-round, or no, the Ferris wheel, he was like, I guess he just had a really, I'm not going to say he had a bad day. He just was on some other shit. And so he was speeding it up so people can get in and get off. And like a little kid was trying to like get in with his family or whatever, but the dude hit the button to speed it up. Oh, so, shit. So they made the whole rotation, right? And the family came out, 
and I guess the lady got in his face that he looked like he was going to like hit her or something, and a group of random black folks just showed up out of nowhere and jumped him. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that that tends to happen. But that happened Opa Laka, Florida. Dog, I don't care where you're from in Miami. To me, you're from Opalaka. Or Liberty City. No, Opalaka. Because for some reason, all of, like, the athletes are from, like, Liberty City or some shit. That's like the athlete zone. That's where they they basically siphon everybody to there so they can go to the school and win shit, I think. Because niggas can't stand Opalaka. (laughs) That's how you die. I feel like everybody from Opalaka has, like, four dreads. Little Haiti. (laughs) That's who. But I feel like everybody from Opelika has like four dreads. You know how they Come. like down in Florida to get like the real big, like four to yeah, eight like dreads. gunplay. Yeah, I feel like that's like just the thing. Oh man, I miss gunplay. Not the, not the the ver, the not the ad, the verb, <laughs> the the, uh, the noun. <laughs> yeah, don't set yourself up, dog. Next thing I know, niggas is busting. They're going to be like, you see what you did? You see what you did? You missed gunplay now? Well, yeah, the rapper. <laughs> like, he said stupid shit. I haven't, had to, I haven't thought about him ever since. But then I heard, I think I, I was listening to, uh, I might have listened to One Train the other day. Then I was like, oh, gunplay. Gunplay had a, a summer or so where he was just jumping on niggas' beats and murdering those shits. <sighs> That was when life was so easy. That was, I think that was back in our world damn days. Oh, man, them days were reckless. Uh, it was so fun, though. So fun. I'm trying to get stuff queued up for the uh, Method Man, Red Man versus... Right quick. I'm trying to get oh, before, before we get to that, uh, Brett Farr said something stupid about black people. Again. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't. I actually didn't hear about this. Story. He was just, and I, I actually, when and he said it, and I understand we all get mad at Brett Farr like super quick because he's an idiot. Um, but I get what he was trying to say. He was like, I doubt that anybody, any cop is trying to kill anybody on purpose. I know what he was trying to say. That he doesn't believe that these police officers are actually leaving their precinct and being like, I'm going to kill me a black kid tonight. I'm, I, he's probably right. Because <laughs> if that's the case, then we have a bigger problem than we thought we did in the first place. Um, but the way that Brett Favre, Favre talks and his history of saying things, niggas just start busting at him as soon as he opens his mouth about anything other than fucking throwing the football. But no, I, I I get what he was trying to say. He's just a fucking moron. So he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. A lot of people will forget sometimes with a lot of the, I'll say it, white sports stars, where they're from and how they come up. Last year with the whole Drew Brees thing, it didn't shock me when he was, you know, big Trump guy. And he still is a big Trump guy. Tom Brady, it didn't shock me that he was a big Trump guy. Certain guys, I could see, the, the person that actually shocked me was Philip Rivers. 
because he hasn't really said anything about any of this. And being a white guy from Alabama, I would think that something would have slipped by now. I feel like Philip Rivers is a baby shark guy. Yeah, he's more busy making children than he is he, worried about. Yeah, he he probably hasn't seen the news in about eight years because his fucking TV's like on as Nick, soon as he gets home, his TV's on. That's why he that's why he took so long to fucking retire. You he know. knew he knew his way for he way home. He's outnumbered. But by a lot. <laughs> when it comes to like a lot of the white sports stars, I don't immediately think they're on the side of Black Lives Matter. And that could be fucked up, but that's just That's how they were brought up. Yes. Brett Favre is from Mississippi. So when I hear these things that Brett Favre is saying, being from Mississippi, it doesn't really I don't, it doesn't hurt my, like, it doesn't do anything to me. It's just like, oh, okay. Brett Favre went from Mississippi to, where did he play college football? Do you remember? South, Southern Miss. Southern Miss, okay. Then went to Green, no, he went to Atlanta for a, to a Atlanta. small amount of time. Then went to Green Bay, Wisconsin. For the duration, for majority of his career. And then went to. The Jets. The Jets. And then went to Minneapolis. Where all this was going down. Do you think Brett Favre is really trying to be around black people when he doesn't have to be? And in the offseason, he would go into this big-ass compound in Mississippi yes. where he would live with his... Like, he don't... He's the Brock Lesnar of football. He's not around black folks enough for them to he's be like, not, yo, Brett, you got to calm down. If he's not in... If, if it has nothing to do with football, he's not going to be around black people. So when he's sitting there going, why are they kneeling? Why are they doing all this? I just want to watch the game. He has no idea about the plight of the black person. It's not Brett Favre just saying that. It's just the surrounding, like, I'm pretty sure his neighbors feel the same shit. I don't know if Brett Favre even has neighbors anymore. I think when he's in town, people harp him on that. Like, you're a football player. Why are they doing all this? I just want to play football. And he probably goes, I don't know. Forgetting that he made us care about his father passing away in the game. That was none of our business. He made y'all niggas care. I didn't care. Fuck him. I just heard that he went off, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, oh, it was dedicated to his father. Okay. Fuck Brett Favre. Fuck Brett Favre's daddy. Rest in piss, Bozo. See, like, it's it's more personal when it's you, but when it's somebody else, it's like, why are they doing this? Rest in urine, clown. I'm saving that. Um... But I, absolutely I, just, I just like when Brett Favre says something, it really doesn't. I really could care less. Yeah. Yeah. Next next topic. I'm done talking about Brett Favre. I'll knock that four off his chest. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. That's I'm that's why I'm happy about that. <laughs> that's why I was happy about Bounty Gate. <laughs> One of those niggas to clean your clock, boy. I really want to see that happen. I really want to see. <laughs> D punched the shit. I knocked that shit right in knock, the forest. I knocked that like, quattro right off your chest, nigga. Like Brett falls one way and the four is like peeling off the other direction. <laughs> like it was stitched in and like the stitches are busting when you punch him in the chest. Like, oh shit, my number. Yeah, yeah, pussy. Mr. Mr. Fox. You got Mr. Aaron Favre. You got Aaron Donald. Uh not guilty. He didn't do it. He good. Um, 
But on to the four four twenty verses. Meth versus red. Once again, I was kind of I was kind of weary of how the younger viewers were going to take this because this is not music from your generation at all, at all. Like, they had Keith Murray out there, bro. This was the, the a younger great, generation don't know who the fuck Keith Murray is. They they didn't understand the tribute. Well, they probably understood the, the X and the Black Rob, but they definitely didn't get the Five Dog tribute. Oh no. Oh no! They probably saw RZA come out there because he did come out there, See, and they were like, "Who's this old guy?" Your 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 random young nigga probably thinks Redman was in Wu Tang. They probably don't even know he's from Jersey. They think he a New York guy. They don't know what Brick City is outside of Jersey. They just hear Brick. They like they like oh New York niggas say Brick all the time. It must be cold where he from. He's from Newark. Yeah, he's from New York. No, he's from Newark. Newark. That's where the trash goes. Oh, you on one today? When am I ever not? Um, <laughs> but it was great, like for a hip hop lover and and a bebop lover myself. I, Once I, again, I sat that one out. <laughs> it was it was all right. I, uh, I just it, don't. I don't. I told you last time. I don't have the energy anymore. The the and friends part to this is what D'Angelo needed on his. Not these people, mm. but I'm just saying having more than just one or two people jump in. And, yeah, because they this was like really great. And, I, and this wasn't like as much as I love Method Man and Redman's music. This wasn't for me. This wasn't for Dijon. I don't smoke weed, Coleman. This was for this was for to 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 burn one too. My hookah's not gonna hit the same. Nah. Which I totally understand. So I sat that one out. It's all good. <laughs> See, that's the one thing some of you motherfuckers need to know. If it's not for you, you don't have to shit on it. Just say, hey, it's not for me. And sit out. I like the uh, back and forth that Red Meth had with DJ Scratch, who was phenomenal in this. Um, I don't know if these were planned skits or they were just fucking around just because they wanted. Like, every time I see Ref, Red and Meth, I always think that they're just chilling. Like, yeah, they probably yeah. would do a performance, but they just like. Clowning around in the back. We're getting the pleasure of seeing one of their chill sessions. Yeah, and they just happen to be rapping. Like they just hanging songs. out, and we just saw it. They, I know that nigga. They did the song from Batman. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, the Riddler shit. Yeah, man, that was fire. That was dope. I, I was seeing, looking at videos and shit while I was going down. That was dope. Like I like like minute like shit like that that you wouldn't even think that he would use. And nobody's like, oh, he's gonna do the Riddler shit from Batman Forever. Nobody's gonna say that. Why Nobody, not? Niggas don't re- barely remember that song in the first place. That's not like five, four, three, two, one from Space Jam. Let's be real about this, okay? Because I'm glad you brought this song up. Out of all the songs they could have put on that goddamn album, on that, that soundtrack, they put that. That was a wild ass song for a family movie soundtrack. This movie got Bugs Bunny and du- Daffy Duck or Donald Duck or whatever. And, it, duck. and in retrospect, they had R. Kelly on that bitch. They had D'Angelo on that bitch. <laughs> that was a grown per. Michael Jordan put that soundtrack together. None of this soundtrack went with the album itself. You mean the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I ain't hear none of the. Matter of fact, the only song you heard on that shit. Was I believe I could fly? Like they really made <laughs> the Looney Tunes. They really made Space Jam a black movie only because of Michael Jordan. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for this next one. The soundtrack for that. It's gonna be Griselda and Two Chains and Nas. 
everything that's not supposed to. Be. And that was in the era where soundtracks, man, you you had to bring it. Yeah, remember the score. Yeah, Dog. yeah, yeah, man. We can go from like ninety to maybe ninety. Man, I watched I watched Heat the other day. My my last my long standing memory of Heat was my grandmother had it on bootleg, and I think it had to be two discs, two two tapes because yeah, because Heat is long. Heat is three hours long. All in all, I fucked with this versus. I like the fact that What the Blood Clot is Redman's favorite song. That, that uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing Superman Lover 3 was, was meth and Scratch's favorite song, the way they reacted to it. Yeah. Um, it was just fun. It was just... It seemed fun. Like, but just, I've just, I, I think... I've, I think my hugest thing would... I, I don't like that they moved it to Triller. I understand why they moved it to Triller. You secure the bag. But I like to play it on my Apple Music shit on my TV. I got a question for you because of Triller. Because I see what they're trying to do with these boxing matches. Where they're trying to make them like concerts blended in. Yeah. Um, Actually, this had nothing to do with Triller. I just wanted to say that again. Did you get to see uh, Sweetie's performance? No, because I didn't watch that fight. <laughs> I, well, I could call it a fight, but I'm, I didn't watch. I'm, they're not giving me anything to go with. I don't like the, the Paul brothers. I don't give a shit what they do. I didn't either. I saw the Unless points. there's a good chance of them getting knocked the fuck out, I'm not watching it. Him fighting a person that's not a boxer, that's not helping me order or illegally stream the fight. Um, it was bad, and I think she needs to call Quavo and 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 be like, "Look, this is, this is your last one. After that, you can't." Listen to me. I said here almost a year ago. I sat here with you when we were trying to shoot do the first episode of this. I don't know who the fuck Sweetie was. I didn't. Her biggest claim to fame for me, knowingly, was the fact that she was banging Quavo. I had never knowingly heard a Sweetie. And then you told me, or somebody told me what one of her songs was. I, I was the guy, yeah. That was you, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I heard that at a bar. That's it. But if you would have, if Sweetie was standing next to me at Chemistry back in the day, dancing to her song, rapping her song word for word, I would have been like, who sings this? I would not have known who Sweetie was. And she would have turned around with a gummy bear dipped in ranch and been like, that's me. And I would think she was, thought she was lying because every girl in there knows all the song, all the words to that song. So I would have taken that with a grain of salt. But yeah. I, don't, I don't... See, here's the problem with, with artists that haven't been developed and they're, they're getting their hits off during this pandemic. They don't perform live. Yes. They don't have time to sit and really work through and choreograph or whatever they have to do to get the performance, the live performance down. She was lip syncing, but it's but the lip sync was bad because it looked like or it sounded like she was three feet away from the mic, even mm. though the mic was right up to her face. 
she tried to dance with the dancers, but she couldn't get the moves down. So she it just she just looked four steps behind. Listen, dog, I'm just it was just it was horrible to where I was like, man, she need to hit a Quavo quick because I don't see this career lasting. I think her label probably is to 2023. She's a pretty girl. Um, but this video dropped and I just talked about her little food combinations, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she's in the back with Snoop and um, she's showing him some of her favorite uh, food combinations. And boy, I got the video right here. Hot Cheetos on the pizza? You better work. Got See, that's real work right there. there. That's real down. work right there. You hear me? Mm. Look at it like, that's why her music is like this. Snoop. I put top ramen seasoning on my oysters, okay? See, that's what you call ghetto fabulous. <laughs> Snoop. There's no other way around that shit, man. Now, we out of here. We out of here. Has she not realized that we're laughing at her and not with her yet? Her vagina got to taste like battery acid. Oh, my. Remember when James Harden said Chloe's vagina tasted like rusty pennies? See, that's why I love doing this show with you, because I can throw that layup and you will catch it. And Remember that? And I thought that, was, I thought that was the easiest three-pointer that nigga ever made. That, that is just... Top ramen seasoning on oysters. For one, and I can't. You can't even call that ghetto fabulous. Niggas in the hood don't eat oysters. You think they have they have oysters just available in fucking Opalaka? She gotta have an ulcer the size of like a kitchen sink in her stomach. Her, she got the stomach of the Iron Giant. She's a garbage disposal. That's that's how she eats, like a garbage disposal. There's no way around that shit. Who puts flaming hot Cheeto? I bet you every time Burger King drops some shit, she was like, oh, oh. I told you, I told you I had a girlfriend that would put sliced American cheese on her pizza. Wasn't it? <laughs> was not Charlotte. <laughs> so she showed me a picture. And she was like, Do you do this? And I was like, I'll punch in your face. You ever ask me that shit again? I was upset. Like, how did do I look like a type of nigga that's gonna put a craft American cheese slice on my pizza? Because <laughs> if I look like that type of dude to you, then uh, we need to reestablish what this is. Because I am not that guy. I am not him, and he is not me. Uh, before we get deep into snowfall. I, I, I want to say that tomorrow is going to be great for me because not only are we getting the season finale for Falcon Winter Soldier. Mortal Kombat. We hit Mortal Kombat. Hey, did you know that they did a Mortal Kombat cartoon last year? Yeah. Did you did you see the one on H? Are you yes. The one on? Scorpion's yeah. Revenge? Yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, this shit is hard. And you know what that made me do? That made me go back and watch the Street Fighter 2 cartoon. Let me tell you real quick, before we go to Snowfall, I always forget how horny those Japanese cartoon makers are. Because they had a whole scene of Chun-Li in the shower. And it's panning to her butt. And I'm like, yo, what are they, what, why are they so horny? And then I look, and it's showing her, like, her tits. I was like, yo, why are they so horny? And then they had Vega, who's a dirty nigga, let me tell you, boy. Fight her in her bra and panties on a shirt. I'm like, yo, these dudes need to be stopped. 
promptly. Because this is just the the levels are is egregious. It's disgusting, dog. It's just nasty. But go ahead and get the snowfall. All right, I'm, I want to ask you before we like go into the details. How did you feel about the finale? They missed the mark on the finale. They have moments, but then they have that whole shit with Scully in the hospital. That was stupid as hell. Stupid as hell. I'm not even gonna get into plot holes. Of let let's see. So you're telling me. Franklin's, they're going to shoot Scully at Franklin's house. Franklin's not going to say nothing to anybody else about that whole thing. So nobody's prepared that Scully could come into the hospital just like that. Nobody. Didn't call, didn't pay his uncle, didn't say nothing. And then you tell me these dumb motherfuckers really believe that they were, that Reed was letting Antoine, not Antoine, Anton, is that that's that's his dad name? Alan, Alton, Alton. They just letting letting Alton go, just from the word of Alton and your mama. That's just stupid. I thought he was gonna blow the plane up. You know, I hated that scene because now I gotta wait like almost a whole year to see if he actually did it or if he just walked away. I don't see him walking. I don't see him walking away. Or or scene. like the mom walking in and like stopping it. Yeah, I don't see that either. Although, I, I'm going to say this now. Uh, and this is going to be disrespectful of me. I didn't notice it until this episode. <laughs> you about to say something by his mom's eyes, aren't you? Boy, sissy got a fatty boy. You see, when the, she was walking the out. The whole like, moment that she's walking out, I'm like, yo, Alex is going to say something about this on the episode. Boy, I saw that waddle. I said, go ahead, sissy. That thing was jumping. No. <laughs> no. That shit was double dutch. <laughs> I see I see why all couldn't stay away. <laughs> that booger that 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 crack had him, but <laughs> <laughs> Sissy got a wagon boy. Sissy was sissy was stunned. And I it made me happy that the last scene was what it was. Because I said, I was like, yo, they're going to go back to her at some point. Yeah, she was doing her thing. I don't know if she was, like, teaching or she was, like, doing Bible study or whatever. Yeah, it looked like church. she was doing a little. But, you know, she all cleaned up. She all pretty again. And, you know, Franklin, uh, apparently Franklin didn't need a cane at all. Apparently that was just the front. And I fucked with that moment. Yeah. That was a really good moment. And I also I also remember saying somebody's splitting off from this group. Well, it wasn't necessarily a split. That's off. a split. That's a split off. They did their but they were still going to him to get the supplies. To say that either we could get it from you or we could get it from somebody else, that's a split off. And the energy in that club right there, that wasn't night, that wasn't peaceful energy. 
that was either you're going to do it this way or it is what it is. Well, I sort of got that vibe when he showed up to the hospital. Yes, and- so that's a split. You No, there's... No, dog. That's a fucking split off. That's what Leon did. I'm gonna go do my own thing now. The way they're setting this up, I feel like the next season is the last season. That's what I think. But I've been saying that all year. Well, all all season. I think this is it. I think the season five, which I don't know how much more else they could do in the first place. You think they're gonna do a Boardwalk Empire? Where Franklin's shit crumbles, crumbles, and then they end up offing him in like the final episode and things? I wouldn't be surprised if and this is like poetic shit if old girl comes from Texas and murks him in the last episode. That wouldn't surprise me one bit. Either her or uh, the uh, CIA guy. Reed? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to be the last season. I think they might, it, it might be more than 12 episodes this this next season. I mean, more than 10 episodes, excuse me. If it's 10, they're going to be longer episodes. They're not going yes. to be the same. Yes, absolutely. But uh, I think it had a good run. Uh, and I I don't think I'm like everybody else that's like, oh, man, the the, the, the finale was so trash. I don't think it was trash. I still think it was good. No. It just missed the mark for me. I think, if anything, the finale is setting up the final season. But people don't understand that when you have 90% of your loose ends tied up on the penultimate episode, which is usually what happens, you can't look at episode 10 as still the same season. This is literally like you just say, it's just a preview of what's coming. I think more people were like, they didn't like the fact that Alton like walked away. In that one scene where they were all just sitting there, I think Reed is probably gonna. If Reed didn't do it, he's gonna do it. He's probably gonna, because too many people know about him. You know I think I mean? he did it because he's not. He don't. He don't like to leave shit unturned to uh, untied either. Like, too many people knew about what he was doing, so he had to get rid of everybody. He had all had his real name. So, I. All in all, I think the finale, while it could have been better, I understand what they're trying to do. I'm glad I got into it when I did, and I'm glad I've wa- I watched the season. With that being said, don't ever compare this to The Wire again. No. No, 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 no. No. You shouldn't have did it before, but last night's episode was even more indication that it's not on that level. It's still a great show. Yes, yes, but you gotta, people got to stop comparing shit. Just enjoy it for what it is. It's an amazing show. But it's not it's not the wire. And the writing is as good as it is. I don't know if the writing is breaking bad either. Let me get the fire ready because I'm about to drop this take. And I and I I promise y'all, it's not out of malice, it's just what it is. Okay. Let me go ahead and because it's kind of cool outside, so I'll go ahead and get the fireplace going. The season of The Wire, where they were at the shipyard and the harbor and all this good season stuff. Season two. That was their off season, correct? That was the season where people were like, oh. Yeah, that was the only season that really didn't focus on the gangs. I believe that season is still better 
Yes. Then everything that Snowfall has put out. Yes. Yes. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think that's a hot take at all. And a lot of people say, hey, that season two just, it just fell off a bit. But, but they're falling off and Snowfall, like if Snowfall falls off. And the only reason you could call it a fall is because it wasn't, the plot wasn't central to the gangs. Yeah, it was more. It like was about to, the pop, the, the uh, union the, yeah. stuff. But it was integral in the whole story. So, it is what it is. All in all, I enjoyed it. It was it was it was fine. It was it was what it was. I understand where they're going. They're trying to set you up for the next season. They're trying to give you the doubt of maybe the family gets back together. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah. You know, they're they're setting up the suspense. I do believe that old boy who played Scully, even though he went out, we it was just a weird way for him to go out. I thought he would yeah. go out like in a blaze of glory. I do believe that brother needs to get some recognition. Oh, absolutely. He played the hell out of that character. Absolutely. He he played the hell out of that character. And um old girl who played I guess she was his wife or just his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what this yeah, she she, she did she a needs thing. something too because she really played the hell out of that role as well. But because this is a black show about drug dealing, it's going to get overlooked come award season. Well, you know the NAACP got something. You know they'll they'll throw an image awarded at somebody. Oh, okay. I'm just saying they will. I, if if all this fails, they will give. But that's a consolation. Unfortunately, and it should it sh- be. It should be getting Emmys. This is probably this is the best show that's probably out right now. I would say Golden Globes, but that's that it, it, apparently uh after an email dropped earlier this week from one of the people who was running like the the Golden Globe. I don't it was like Board of Governors or whatever they, the fuck they call it. Whatever that board is where they do the like viewings and things and they send out the nominations and they, you know, put out the winners and things. Uh dude went and said that Black Lives Matter he said something. It was it was really bad about Black Lives Matter, and then all these stories come up. So I don't believe that the Golden Globes would ever look at this show and go, "Ah, we we can give this some awards." All the black people with the drugs and things. I don't believe the Emmys would do it because one, I mean, even though it's FX, it's just too much for the Emmys. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. It's too much. Oz got awards. But that's HBO. FX is based on the same thing as HBO right now. Mm, 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 mm. One is owned by Disney. HBO been giving us hits for, for years. What does that have to do with why they're not getting awards? For this show, because Nip Tuck got awards. I don't know if. What's the other one? Uh, with I'm, the about, I'm, I'm sorry, right I, now. I, I lost my. I Sons lost of Anarchy. It. Sons of Anarchy. I don't know if they got it. I, I, I could be wrong. They probably got something. But I know Sons of Anarchy wasn't as good as the show. Um, what else was on FX that really. I know Atlanta got some stuff. But they like us more when we're weird. 
they don't like us when we're telling the truth. Yeah, I don't think Sons of Anarchy got anything. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know if they, although that's a great show. I don't know if any of the American Horror Stories, I'm pretty sure they got some stuff. I think they but do. But I think get that something. was individual stuff. I think that was, was like, it wasn't like okay, a show. Okay, so, so if we're not talking about the whole show, Damson Idris deserves a, a, an award. I never said they didn't. I believe Sissy, uh, is it Michael Hyatt? I don't know if it's Michael or Michelle, so I could be wrong on the pronunciation of her name. She deserves some shit. Yes. Like, so many people are actually acting their ass off in this. So I'm not going to sit here and say that they don't deserve. I'm just saying I don't know how the Emmys really... Because, first of all, when you think about the... The way I look at the Emmys is the way I look at the Grammys is the way I look at the Oscars. It's to the highest bidder. So who is paying for this award? You know what I'm saying? Like, how much is your record label or network going to pay for you to win this? See, and I would think of it the same way, but usually when it comes to the award, for, the, for at least that award, they're pretty, they're pretty uh, on point with who's getting the awards. I think most people have agreed with who's getting their awards more so than not over history. And I... Like, for one, like, the Oscars is supposed to be, like, the big prestigious one. And you would hear stories about certain studios just paying for just the nominations. Sometimes they don't want you to win. They just want, like, the ten nominations. Oh, yeah. So the prospect of winning. Then you hear of certain ones where they pay, like, everything and then they... See, and that's, I don't think I've ever heard of shit like that for, like, TV shows. Have you? I know with the golden, with this email stuff, the Golden Gloves, Golden Gloves, or Golden Globes, golly, um, certain members of that board were like, they had all expense paid vacations to Europe and shit. Well, yeah, the Golden Globes does everything though. Yeah, but I'm I, just talking about the Emmys. I don't know about the Emmys, but it, it doesn't. I don't like, think I've ever heard anything about the Emmys. But the Emmys are so goddamn broad because you have like the daytime, the nighttime. You got the sports. You got local. You got, you know what I mean? Like well, there's you, so there, many different levels to that. There's only one real Emmy that really, really matters. That's the that's the primetime shits. It's the primetime Emmy Awards. They have the daytime Emmys because that does like soap operas and TV shows and shit like that. And then it's the primetime Emmy Awards. And that's the real one, you know. So I don't, I don't, truly, I don't know how they give it up for the. But Emmys. I, I don't think I've ever heard of the Emmys, any kind of thing with the Emmys that said that they weren't giving shows that are. I have heard that there are certain artists or actors or things that take their names out of. You know, oh, yeah, like I, hear say about, you, I hear about that kind of say shit. we had like a late night talk show and we we've been running shit for like five years and like we just know we're guaranteed we're going to get an Emmy. But it's not fair. So we'll be like, you know what? Don't nominate us. Give it to somebody else because yeah. we got our six. Yeah, I've heard of those before. But I've never heard anything where it was like, man, the Emmy board or whoever votes on Emmys is just unfair and they won't they don't show black shows anymore. Because there's a lot we, we know there's a lot of black shows that win Emmys. Or they, at least an actor or actress. It's usually a, yeah. yeah. When I say the when I say black shows, I don't automatically mean the show overall. 
mm-hmm. but people involved with the show are getting awards. Blackish, Grownish, all these other shows. There's a bunch. There's black shows out there that win awards, or at least are nominated on a regular basis. Yes, and Oz, Oz was a black ass show. I'm pretty sure Oz is winning awards. So I understand where you're like, oh, they don't, they don't really like, they don't like to give it to the black shows about crime and shit like that. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I don't know what it is about these shows that they're not getting awards. First of all, we need to know the criteria. I think a lot of these award shows hide the criteria and just say, hey, we're this big prestigious. Like we don't know. We know some of the rules, but we don't know all of the rules. Secondly, we don't know if they watch because that could be a big thing because. I've seen something where certain black directors would hold like screenings at these big, you know, film festivals Mm -hmm. and the border. I'm just going to talk about the the Golden Globes because that was like the main controversy this past week. And none of those people from that board showed up to watch the movie at all. Which sucks because the Golden Globes are the gateway to the Oscars. Like people say that you can predict an Oscar winner from how the Golden Globes gives it up, like whatever they do. But. I mean, who's to say that the people at the Emmys probably just didn't watch it? They probably got turned off by the prospect of black people and drugs. And, and shit. you know, I think some of it has to do with the the uh, ratings, like the viewers they get every week. Well, I can't. I can't even go off of like. I mean, we could go off of that, but. How many times have we seen a show win some shit and you could barely... Because you can't really do ratings now because they're awarding streaming shows. So you can't really go off of TV shows that... I think that's what's messed stuff up too. That, but I, I, I like, I, but how many times have we seen a show win or somebody from a show win some shit and you're like, who the fuck is watching that? Well, that's the thing. We say that because we're not watching the shit, but come to find out, like I didn't know, I didn't know Modern Family was that big. I did know Modern Family was that big, and it actually is really funny. It is. I didn't. I didn't realize it was that big. I just thought it was just a random ass show. Did it deserve all of that though? See, but to say it didn't, you'd have to get, tell me what what show deserved it more. Well, I would have to go down the list because I know there was yeah. a few years where people were sort of upset that Modern Family was just sweeping everything. So I can't really, you know. But every 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 like five ten years, a show comes around and it gets to that point where it's it's the Bulls just pencil them into winning at least half of the comedy shit, at least. Seinfeld did it. Friends was doing it. There was a lot of shows throughout history that they just decided the show was that good. They were just going to every category. They were going to continue to give the Sopranos. I don't well, I don't know what the Sopranos was winning. Um, they were just going to continue to give those shows, those sitcoms, the benefit of the doubt. And to be real with you, I'm okay with Snowfall not really getting that kind of, because I, I really do believe that somebody from FX, if they had gotten, like, say the first season, the gangbusters, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's nominated, everybody's winning. I'm pretty sure FX would have did something to try to jump in a way to try to change that show. I don't know. 
to try to make it broader. Because they've, they've left Atlanta alone. Well, you only get a season of Atlanta every two to three years. I'm sure that wasn't their aim when it started. Now, that could be because everybody on that show, or at least the main cast, is like doing two or three movies a year. Well, now. But... I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm afraid that when a show gets a little too popular, that at least we, the black community fucks with, they always end to, to get fucked with in a way by the network so that they could try to get a broader appeal. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I've seen that with at least FX. And if they have do it, it, it wasn't just the black shows. Because I could probably point to shit like that on Sons of Anarchy, too. Hmm. They kick they they, they kick Kurt Sutter off of the, the Mayans. But he's he's a little crazy, so um is that everything? Yep. Alright. You can follow the show on This Ain't a Podcast or This Ain't a Pod on both Instagram and Facebook. You can follow my esteemed colleague at exhibit underscore D E E both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me. At well damn spread on both Instagram and Twitter. We will be back on Monday, I promise. We almost had two this week. We almost. Almost. But we will see y'all on Monday, I promise, at 9 p.m.